This is J.P. Banks Music. Hey, we done came a long way. Travel down the wrong way. They ain't find no shell cases. Thankful for the cold case. Thankful for the prostitutes. Assuming that we soulmate. Thankful for the big homie. Coach me through the dope game. Puggers clutter both chains. Euros hugging both lanes. Caught up in the style of living. Couldn't if I want to change. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 28. Your host Julian. With my co host Justin. Antoine is here. Chilling. It's a it's a smooth week in sports. You know, it's getting to the summertime, so the NBA finals are coming. OTA is about to start. It's not much happening after the draft, um, but there's still bits and pieces of, of sports news that always goes on. Um, whether it's finally a splash in Miami with getting their what seems to be future quarterback, um, it hasn't looked. It's, it doesn't even look so promising right now. But there is an upside with the draft capital you guys have, the money you guys are going to have in the future, and you have a young, talented prospect who could arguably be one of the best in last year's class. Um, So in Miami, it's like an optimism that you guys haven't been able to feel for like the future years. Um, In other news, you know, Tyreek Hill finds himself again in trouble with his son in this domestic abuse case. And... um, We'll get into that, but NBA playoffs are here, as I said. Finals are coming. And uh, winter has came. Winter came, you know what I'm saying? So now that winter has came, the fight for the throne about to be crazy. It's about to be crazy. But the fight for that Larry O'Brien trophy and that finals MVP between Steph Curry and KD, or even Klay Thompson and KD this year, is gonna be is gonna be an even even nicer fight. Um, starting with the Warriors, round two, as I expected, as Justin expected. I don't know if Ant expected a 2-0 deficit going back to Houston, but we know what it is. Like Houston is not; they don't have what it takes this year to beat Golden State. Um, they've had their games where James Harden goes off and hit the game winner that one time early in the season. Um, He's had his games where he can rile his team, but at full health, the Houston Rockets team is not deep enough to be able to defend and and score with this Golden State Warriors team. Uh, We're seeing that even when Steph Curry is not playing his highest basketball playoff-wise in the last five years, he's still doing it at an elite level. It's just quiet. Klay Thompson's still feeling his role. KD is on fire. And he's driving this team. So, James Harden, going back to him, he's going to have to keep doing what he's doing and play you know, his MVP style of ball. But if Eric Gordon, Chris Paul, P.J. Tucker don't have a good night, what, what can the Rockets bring to, to beat Golden State? It's just one of those things where, like, I feel like the Rockets are kind of the worst version of the Warriors. The Rockets are the most analytically driven team in the league. Uh, their GM has gone on record saying multiple times that this roster is assembled to chase and beat the Warriors. So when you go on record multiple times and saying so, and you're really not showing up in games and you're down now 2-0, I mean 0-2, it's, it's not looking good. And I mean, the Rockets live and die by James Harden. Now, we understand the 
kind of player James Harden is. He's a superstar in this league, MVP caliber player in this league. We understand. But there just comes a certain point in time where you have to let the other players play. I mean, it's getting to a point where, you know, it's one or two things happening. It's a James Harden pick and roll or a James Harden ISO. So it's like when you want these other players, like, like you mentioned, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, when you want these players to step up, but it does, you have to get into rhythm. Like, it's not necessarily how many shots you get, but to know that you're going to touch the ball, mm-hmm. get into rhythm, feel out the defense, what they're doing, what they're not doing. You know, you have to figure that out for yourself. And when you're not touching the ball, yeah. it makes it hard. So they, I think their biggest problem was definitely, um, like, they kept up scoring-wise with Golden State. They definitely kept up scoring-wise with Golden State. I don't feel like they can't do that consistently. Um, I feel like every game they'll be able to do that. But it's defensively where they need to pick it up. And where we've seen P.J. Tucker and um, uh, Eric Gordon kind of, like, step up and, like, be consistent players that can drop consistent numbers as starters, they also let Iguodala and, and like, Draymond do the same. So mm-hmm. it's on some... You can't give and take with the Warriors. You just have to take. Mm-hmm. That's why they're unbeatable. Because it's 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 very hard to give and take with Golden State. Like you're giving so much on either offense or defense that one of them is going to have to like back and burn you. And with defense this year, it's like last year they had their best chance. You know, with the extra and Mute and Trevor Ariza. To, to play, you know, tough defense on Curry and Durant. Like, right now, if you, who are you putting on Curry? Who are you putting on Durant? All game. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no easy matchup. Like, you can put Eric Gordon on Curry, but in a game five, Curry's going to cook whoever's guarding. And if it's Eric Gordon, there's even more chance that he's going to do it. Kevin Durant is liable to do the same thing no matter who guards him, whether it's P.J. Tucker or we've seen the Clippers try to guard him. The whole team couldn't guard him. So, I don't. I mean, it's. I, I. I. There's so many things you could say about them, but the same argument goes. It's just they're just the best team in the league, right. and they 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 play a game of unbeatable ball right now. Like the players they have and the percentages that they that they take, it's bound to win. Like they're bound to win. So Houston down 0-2, losing one more game. They have to win four out of five, or excuse me, uh, four out of the uh, four out of the next. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. My bad. My bad. Four to five. Which so. I, I, see, I see the series ending in five. I just, I don't, I was trying to tell people, like, the best, besides whoever they face in the East, whether it be Boston, Philly, Toronto, uh, Milwaukee, it's like their best matchup and game in the West was Clippers. That's the best we're going to see for, for them in this playoffs for the West. You think so? Yeah, I think because even I think Denver would give them a better shot than than the Clippers did. I don't see. I think Denver could win two games. I don't see. I I just see Denver is just it's too too early. They're too young. They don't to go against a well established team like that. Like it would be this. I think the stage would be what would shake it. Yeah, yeah, Western Western Conference Conference Finals, finals. especially going down o two. You know what I'm saying to go home and then. They'll, they'll definitely win one at home, I believe. And then this is pres- assuming 
Jokic and them win. But if that was to be the case, yeah, going back home, down 0-2, you'll get one, you go back to go to state, lose, come back home, you might win that game. You know what I'm saying? And then just go back to lose. So I feel like with Portland, um, that series can easily be a sweep if Portland makes the wrong moves. Like, Portland can keep up but then just yeah. just at just not finish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if they get to that point where they're gonna go down 0-2, because I'm taking 0-2 in the Western Conference Finals as well. Golden State going up 2-0. Um, going back home, like you slip up and lose game three, and played a, a great game all game. Like look at OKC versus Portland, right at, on the road. Mm-hmm. They played a great game. It was up 15. They just couldn't finish it. They do one of those, and it's just like, it's a wrap. So let's go to Portland real quick, talk about that series. Um, 1-1, it's a good series. Portland stole one on the road, so home court advantage goes back to Portland, which they play their best basketball, especially in the playoffs at home. Um, They're actually not a road-winning team. I don't think they won a road game in the playoffs since... Like five years ago or something like that. Portland? Yeah. So that went in Denver. No, they, no, they, they, or was that when they won in OKC? That was when they won in OKC. So now they're... Yeah, because they were up 2-0. Two straight. Uh, they were up 2-0. Lost one going back to OKC. Yeah. Won the next one. And then won... So now two straight series where they they went on the road. Uh, it's a different Portland team than we've seen in years past. Damian Lillard is playing at a higher level than he what he's played. C.J. McCollum is, is doing what he's always done. And Enos Cantor has stepped up big for, for Nurkic coming yeah. out, right? Like, with a separated shoulder. Um, and the other players are finding their roles. Yep. And finding, you know, you know, Offensive Rodney, rebounding. Yeah, Rodney, Rodney Hood shooting the three. Uh, Seth Curry, people, you know, they're finding, you know, where they fit in to uh, the Portland scheme. Uh, I, I still think Denver wins this series, in my opinion. Um, I think Jokic is is one that's really hard to stop. We saw it in game one, 39 points, uh, 37 or 39. And uh, when he's on, especially at home, it's tough. Like when and, and when the when the play gets harder, it kind of slows down for him. Like he's not one of those Joel Embiid like rushy type players in the pressure because Joel Embiid is not the most clutch type player, right? Um, he kind of rushes things. This, the game just slows down for him. So, Damon Lillard's really going to have to keep his team up, right? I think it's Damon Lillard against the Nuggets. Obviously, CJ McCollum's right there, but if you shut down Lillard, yeah, you'll yeah, beat the Blazers. Yeah, you can, you can definitely, yeah, you can definitely tell um, how drastically that team just falls off. Yeah, um, I, I have uh, Nuggets in six. I think. Like right now, it's pretty even. Um, I do think that they'll split going to Portland, uh, Portland and then Denver probably just will run away with the last two. Uh, I got Blazers in six. Oh, okay. You said stop Dane. That's the key to them. I don't think so, bro. I think they got a pretty consistent um, starting five. Like everybody can be in double figures. Um, we did see that in game two. I want to say. Dame um, ain't drop that much. He, ain't, I don't think he dropped twenty. And fucking CJ uh, McCollum dropped like twenty some, something like that. So, and they still won that game. So I'm just like, 
they have that potential there. Um, they're going to get beat on the glass a lot. Paul Millsap and, and Jokic. That's going to be a tough, um, tough interior. But I do feel like Ennis Cannon can, can um, keep up at least offensively a bit with Nurkic, with Jokic. A bit. Stretch. A bit. Nah, they, they work him into that offense, bro. He... And, and he, I get what you're saying, but Jokic is, yeah, he can get his own whenever he wants. Of course. It's like not even just for him, like the offense flows to him. So it's like not if you have to think, see, with players like that, it's not even just about the points that they themselves accumulate, but you have to think of the points that he's setting up for Harris, Murray, yeah. mm-hmm. Paul Millsap, like putting them in perfect positions. And Paul Millsap had a wonderful game, game two. Yeah. He was tearing up Harkless, who was trying to guard him every time in the paint. He scored his first, like, seven baskets going in the paint and at the free throw line. So uh, it's going to be a good series. Though. I'm not saying Portland's, you know, way out of it. I just do think the Nuggets have a better team and more consistent team um, and not have to rely so much on one player, you know, really balling out, especially when now nobody's really, uh, you know, giving them that Westbrook effect of, like, this is probably like a respected game. You know what I'm saying? It's not like that. Oh, we need to kill these guys. Obviously, we want to win. But the hate or that, that kind of passion isn't there. Well, we've seen that little scuffle. At the yeah. The Jokic so, pushed Cantor. That's what it was. Jokic pushed Cantor, and then Jokic, like, bumped into the Nuggets teammate that broke his nose or had that nose injury. And mm-hmm. I guess they thought Cantor, like, bumped into him. So they started <laughs> rushing Cantor. He's like, yo, Nurkic. Yeah. There was actually some craziness with Cantor. Do you see on Twitter, uh, NBA tweeted out a tweet with the game recap, and it said Enos Cantor, 15 points, something rebounds, Rodney Hood or Damian Lillard, like whatever it said, right? And then NBA, NBA Europe or NBA Turkey, they tweeted the same tweet, but they just took Cantor's name off of it. You feel me? And he was just like he, he tweeted it, he tweeted about it like damn that's messed up and supposedly he heard like a fan I don't know if it was on Twitter or if he heard a fan in the stadium saying um, you should go back to Turkey oh I forgot you can't like you know so wow. yeah so he's like you know that's so disheartening whatever whatever and NBA PA basically wrote a statement you know on his side backing him um, but it's just crazy like. Oh, I read also, I wanted to tell y'all, I read that games in Turkey with Enos Cantor in them are banned from TV. Like, they blocked them. So, the Portland game, they said that they were going to show it. Like, playoffs and shit, they said they were going to show it, but they ended up blocking it. Wow. So, I want to see if the Blazers magically, magically, just imagine they got to the finals. Like, they're not showing the finals in Turkey. That's crazy, bro. Because That's Enos Cantor is representing the country in a bad look, in their opinion. Or in the, at least, you know, whoever runs that place over there. Because mm-hmm. he stands for freedom and democracy, which I respect him. I mean, it took a lot. He's, he's sacrificing seeing his family, going back to his homeland for rights. You know what I'm saying? But that's that. Um, let's go to the Eastern Conference because... We got two good series over there, too. And I'm sticking with what my guns told me a little bit before the regular season ended, a little bit after Tobias Harris and Boban Marjanovic got traded up to Philadelphia. Philly's coming out the East. Wow. Philly's got Toronto in the bag. 
because Toronto's not going to win in Philadelphia. So 3-1, in my opinion, 3-1, going back to Toronto. Toronto can have that. Toronto's not winning in Philly. If Toronto wins in Philly, it'll be in Game 6, taking it back to Toronto with a chance to take it to Game 7. But the way that the crowd and the way that Philadelphia themselves just play at home, it's a total different game. We've seen them melee with the Raptors tonight. And in Game 2, they did it on the road. So I know Kawhi Leonard has 30-point Five straight 30-point games. He's coming in every game, but it's not him. It's Kyle Lowry. He has seven points in 37 minutes. Pascal Siakam had a big game in game one. He had a, what, 16-point outing in game two. What did he do tonight? He, I'm sure he didn't get the 20. And I didn't even check the stats, but it's just like Danny Green's not dropping those shots. That's going to cost you next game. Like, you have to hit. You have to hit, especially mm-hmm. on the road. Um, Siakam got 20. That's funny. But, you know, Gasol and Lowry and and Gasol and Lowry combined for 14 and Danny Green's 13. That's 27 points, bro. I mean, I'm bugging. (laughs) (laughs) I did seven times for it. That's crazy. Basically. Yeah. It's like 26 points. So what you're saying is regardless of... Yeah, that is 27. That's true. Philly has to play Boston or Milwaukee. You still have them favored. Yeah, so I don't know if y'all want to give your thoughts on this on this um, Sixers series. Before I finish, um, I think Joel Embiid is just unguardable. Marcus Gasol is, is no match for this physicality. And then when tonight, like you've seen it, when he's actually hitting that jumper and that three, mm-hmm. and he's doing it with confidence, and he's at home hyping the crowd up, and he's getting in their head, now Marcus Gasol got to step into his island, and then he could take him off the dribble. If he wants to bang, he's more than welcome to. Like, Joel Embiid is the most dominant player in the league, in my opinion. Um, and then when Jimmy Butler's on, you know what I'm saying? We saw Jimmy Butler in game two. So, Philly, Toronto, gentlemen. I just I feel like I don't know which Philly is going to show up, and it's not even just based off of necessarily uh, game playing. It, it's more like Embiid has flashes where it's like, you know, he's, I mean, obviously we understand it's the playoffs. Nobody's really 100% healthy at this point in the year. But Embiid is just, I feel like it's every, even every game is that lingering issue of what, you know, what's hurting this game. And yeah, like, I feel like now that he went out and had an amazing game three, how healthy and how well is he going to be rested for, Game four. Right. And then Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is on a stretch right now. He's playing unbelievable. Can he maintain that? We know. I mean, obviously, his name is Jimmy Buckets for a reason. We understand what he brings to the table. But it's that cohesion that's going to have to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that's what I'm wondering. And then my biggest X factor, my biggest problem with the Philadelphia 76ers is Ben Simmons. Like I understand. Ben Simmons is like the make or break for this team. So here's my thing. Three of the five starters uh, from Toronto had double figures. All five starters from the Sixers had double figures. And Toronto's bench contributed for 15 points. So it's like... What are you, what are you not expecting... 
from game five to happen? You don't think Toronto's going to come out? You think they're going to just just change and flip this whole script? No, I mean, well, my, my... I know, I get your argument as far as, like, which Philadelphia, but I'm asking which Toronto? Because Kyle Lowry in game one versus Orlando, he had zero points. And then game one versus uh, this uh, Sixers, seven points. Mm-hmm. Tonight, nine points. I feel like it's not a good matchup. Um, the uh, Sixers are way taller. Uh, so they're out rebounding Toronto by a lot. So that's actually like I mean, very noticeable. Toronto, Toronto has links too. They got Marcus Sol, they got Pascal Siakam, they got Kawhi Leonard, they got Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka's playing bad. Yeah, uh, he's Ka- playing Kyle bad. Kyle Lowry for his stats and his height, he's actually, you know. I'm not giving no Kyle Lowry. No, I'm saying as far as like rebounding, he's you know he's one of the top point guard rebounders. So I mean, no, well, but in this series, he had five tonight. Out rebounded. Yeah, for Pat sure. I mean, Pascal Siakam had three rebounds tonight. Kawhi, four. Even Gasol, with- six. Yeah. Uh, Gasol led the team, I'm pretty sure six. Him and Green. Three starters with double-digit, uh, close to, close to. And Bede like had nine. ten. Harris had eight. Simmons had seven. Butler had nine. Yeah. Damn. Ennis had five. You know what I mean? That was, that was that. And, um. Also, Kawhi Leonard with the five turnovers. Joel Embiid only had three. You know what I'm saying? That's ben Simmons only had three. I mean, one. Ben Simmons only had one. Um, yeah, I think this is definitely one of the more, if not the most interesting matchup for for uh, semifinals. So, so I'm putting Philadelphia in the, in the conference finals, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take it to Boston because that's, that's another good series, right? So, Milwaukee... At home, lost home court, much like the Raptors. It's much similar because the Raptors are this excellent regular season team. We've seen it every year. I mean, they get Kawhi Leonard, and look what happens. They're still in a predicament of trying to make it to the conference finals, if not losing before that. Yeah, they had a great uh, – they didn't even have a great round one. They closed it out fine, but they lost in game one uh, – I mean game two. Was that game one, actually? No, it was game one. That was game one. They lost. And um, Milwaukee, comparing that series, Milwaukee had the Pistons. So it's like they didn't have that playoff test test. Philadelphia had to come through. Boom. They uh, they took off. Um, they took off. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Tough series. Six. And it was in five, I think, right? Five. I think it was five, but they won um, in Brooklyn – on that Saturday, yeah, it, it was a good game. Yeah, it was about to go to six. Brooklyn yeah. was about to win that game, yeah. and Michael Mike Scott hit that. Mike Scott, it sounds like <laughs> Mike Scott hit that three, crazy. So um, they had to grind it out, and uh, so did Boston. I mean, they swept, but it was a more competitive series than uh, Orlando ended up playing, mm-hmm. and and Detroit, you know what I'm saying, played yeah, versus yeah. Milwaukee. So. Back to Milwaukee, Boston. Milwaukee comes again, game one, and just blows it, right? They get blown off their home court. Giannis has no idea how to score and be effective, and their teammates are not hitting shots. The jumpers ain't falling like the regular season. But game two, they came back, and they answered, and and, uh, Giannis had a game and blew them out right back, which is what they really had to do because, one, this is your last home game for the next, you know what I'm saying, week almost. 
And y'all about to go to Boston, and you got to steal one in Boston. If Milwaukee does not steal one in Boston, it's a wrap. And now, winning on the road hasn't been something that Milwaukee's been so great at. They went to seven last year because they went down 0-2, then they won two, then they lost, then they won, and then they lost, right? So winning in Boston has been a challenge. I want to see if they can do the opposite and um, prove what Giannis saying he's, he's, he's really about. Everybody's saying Giannis is like one of the best players in the league, which he is one of the best, but he's still behind Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, James Harden, Steph Curry, in my opinion, Kevin Durant. Um, so, especially when it comes to these playoffs, like it's a different ball game, right? I think Boston takes the series, and I think Boston ends up meeting Philadelphia in the conference finals, just like they played them in the second round last year, and they 4-1 Philly. This is a new Philly. They have the team. They're ready. They got Tobias Harris. They got Jimmy Butler, like, Philly's going, going to go to state. So we can leave that right there with the playoffs. Let's get into Josh Rosen real quick before we go. I want to ask you how you feel about this Josh Rosen trade. You traded a two and a five for a two next year, right? No, we just traded a two. Oh, you just traded a two? Yeah, we just traded a two. And you got a two next year? We gave them a two, and then they got a player. Uh, yeah, they got a, they got a wide receiver. And then we have, I know, I know, we got a five for next year, and there was talks that we got a two for next year. I'm not, I'm not confirmed on that, but I'm, I'm almost certain we got a two for next year. I know we definitely got the five. Um, and Rosen, yeah, and, and obviously Josh Rosen. Uh, I thought it was an awesome pick. Uh, I still stand by what I said last draft that I think Josh Rosen would prove to be the best quarterback out of that class with the Josh Allen, Sam Donald. And it was it was very smart the way Chris Gray handled it because we were sitting there at 48. He did not want to give up the 48 for Rosen. He thought that you know be too much. He thought there's a lot that we could do with that 48. But they still obviously wanted Josh Rosen. So what did they do? Trade down, give the pick to uh, the Saints, trade back to the 62, and then with the 62 pick, take a Josh Rosen. Um, like I said, it's very smart because, one, if, let's say, if, you know, Josh Rosen doesn't pan out this year, we have, you know, 14 picks as it stands right now going into next year. We know next year we have, obviously, the big names, Justin Herbert and Tua Tagovailoa coming out. Jake Fromm, too. I mean, yeah, Jake Fromm. Um, but I think we'll hear about him more as, as the season progresses. Just going off last year, we're just talking about, or people are mainly talking about obviously uh, Herbert and two talking about Lowe. Um So, like I said, I mean, it's pretty much low risk, high reward because let's say obviously if he does pan mm-hmm. out, you got your quarter. We you know we have a quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. Got him for nearly next to nothing. He doesn't pan out, then you know we just he's a backup. Yeah, he's <laughs> a backup, and then whatever. Uh, let's say even if we don't. You know, by whatever reason, we don't end up in top 10, top 5, uh, this upcoming draft class next year. You know, he's a, like I said, right now we have 14 picks. We can always jump up. We've seen Washington do it for Robert Griffin III. We've seen uh, Philly do it for Carson Wentz. We've seen uh, the Rams the do Chiefs it for Jared Goff. Chiefs did it. 
I mean, yeah. the, everybody is willing to move up if they really, did it. Yeah, if they if they really believe and think that their guy is is there and somebody else That's is going to take him, they're going to jump up. And yeah. we definitely have the leverage to go up and do that if that's, you know, how it plays out. All right, we're going to see next year. It's exciting. OTA is going to start soon, so we're about to start talking training camp talk and uh, more NFL news. But that wraps up episode 28. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram at OfficialATSPod, on Twitter at ATSPod, Twitch.com, ATSPod. No one can stop me, I feel like the greatest Don't say be humble, I patiently waited All of this love and I ain't even made it I got a plan for them niggas that hate it Running some beers for my bros, I'ma make it They want me going, I can't walk around naked Even my brother got caught and he ate it No one can stop me, I feel like the greatest Hop in the four and I'm drifting on stupid Niggas be broke like the fuck is you doing Started off strong, but there's room for improvement I ain't for nothing, Milwaukee, I'm booming Love ain't for me, now it's static with Cuban Bitches in love with the way that I sing They ain't want TJ before this whole movement Now they dick rock cause I'm doing my thing Still post it up on the block with the gang through your hood, I ain't talking my chain. Bro, got a chop with a whole lot of range. Shit, be consistent, ain't nothing gon' change. Now that I'm speaking out honestly, I be flexing, but I'm still in poverty. With my mom out the hood, do it properly. Give a fuck if you look at me awkwardly. No monopoly, I'm about property. I don't owe nigga shit, but respect. Y'all won't dare, I was going through stress. Matter of fact, I'm just wasting my breath. And now I'ma just talk about all of these bands. How I'm so grateful, I'm not in the game. How I'm so grateful for all of my fans. How I'm so grateful, I am who I am. Huh? Bought me the sweater, huh? Chewy the pants. He did it again. Looking forward to a show in Japan I think Dexter better lay off the Zins Throwing water on my chain cause I can't apply impression Now they shaking my hands Niggas ain't getting no pay but I know that's the reason They hate is my gun on my waist Touch Guapo get shot in your face and there ain't no room for debate I know these niggas going hate but my life is still going great Pop out your fence your babe We from the trenches it's easy to hop over fences The D's trying to build up a case Stay with a weapon it's either a Glock or a Watson That bitch shoot you right in your face No one can stop me I feel like the greatest Don't be humble I patiently waited All of this love and I ain't even made it I got I got a plan for them niggas that hate it Running some bitch for my bros, I'ma make it They want me going, I can't walk around naked Even my brother got caught and he ate it No one can stop me, I feel like the greatest Feel like the greatest, I think I'm the goal Please don't get naked, I just want to throw Out of my broken, I feel like it's working Yeah, bitches be burgers, ain't even a joke Feel like a star when I hop in the race It don't matter the place, I ain't tugging my chain Only my brothers ain't fucking with lanes I don't care what you tell me, ain't nothing gon' change Ran some bitch, now I'm up like a pain I was just hungry, ain't nothing was funny I do what I do, I'ma stay in my lane Hop in the booth and I'm spitting that pain I was the young and that couldn't be tame Think it shit funny like TV and stay And I'ma get money regardless Kill a nigga be easy, I'm heartless I'm so young with a whole lot of charges In the booth I be working my hardest Don't try to diss me, I swear that shit garbage It won't be long till I walk in the carpet Caught me a ladder, I took off the market Red and green beam, I ain't missing my target Run if you stupid, run if you stupid Word is, word is smelly, I won't have you to shoot shit Told my niggas we gon' ball like I'm hooping In the streets, I'm a fighter, how do it? Started winning, I got tired of losing Know about it, don't know why they accusing Three lines, got me daddy, I'm snoozing Back up, cause I'm seeing the losers Bro told me grind, bro told me grind All this fake love, I don't pay no mind Got a story and it's one of a kind Independent, but I coulda got signed Cooking fire, baking soda combined Do the math, I turned 80 on 9 17, and your boy in his prime Free bro, he got off for the dime Free verses, you out of your mind Only gang do it up for mine Running, running, trying to get me a bag Running, running, trying to get to it fast Niggas talking like they bitches, they chat Spin the block, and we spinning it back I was in the field, cooking the crack Running the head, I ain't cocking it back G-Size, I get static, they smack SB, put my hood on the map Gang, No one can stop me, I feel like the greatest Don't be humble, I patiently waited All of this love and I ain't even made it I got a plan for them niggas that hate it Running some beers for my bros, I'ma make it They want me going, I can't walk around naked Even my brother got caught and he ate it